In these harrowing times, three women step forward to debunk the myths and untruths floating around the internet and the world. I'm Peggy, the public health specialist. I'm Libby, the librarian. And I'm Carrie, the rock scientist. This is The Triple Hoax. Listeners, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed our hiatus. It was definitely not intentional. <laughs> I'm, I'm your host for this episode, Peggy, and my lovely co-hosts, Carrie. Hello. And Libby. She's just making a face. <laughs> yeah, it me. Um, just a little nod to some... Very much appreciated and very much unappreciated comments in our Facebook group. Um, so under appreciated, very much appreciated, our friend Caleb uh, made a great observation about uh, anti-intellectualism and like flat earthers and all that. They pointed out anti-intellectualism makes socioeconomically disenfranchised people who are regularly excluded from the gleaming white towers of academia and scientific elitism feel safe. And you know what? I think that's I think that's a great yep. observation. So I just wanted to give that a shout out. Go Caleb. <laughs> and then on an unappreciated Facebook note, uh, don't troll in our Facebook group, y'all. Nope. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. It's not uh, welcome, and it's it's not fun, and we'll delete you and ban you without hesitation. <laughs> Bye, bitch. So that was our Triple Hoax update and roundup. Now we move to our question of the week, and it's a one near and dear to our hearts. <laughs> it really is. And that question is, are the Freemasons controlling us all? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I picked this I picked this topic because I wanted something kind of funny with a little like that I didn't know too much about and just something to get me off thinking about real world problems. So I guess what I wanted to start with is what exactly is the history of the Freemasons and who they are? What do they do? Seems like a good place to start. Um, mm-hmm. Right, right. Not everyone is like. Uh, familiar with the illustrious Freemasons. Okay. Let's not so, go too far. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so what do you, y'all know about the Freemasons, I guess? I'll ask you first. Um, so I don't know too much about the Freemasons, except um, for the whole uh, orgy <laughs> thing. See our last video, or our last... Uh, podcast episode um but i do know oh yes um, yes. so one of my relatives is a mason and i remember him talking about when he was joining it um how pretty much all you have to do to be a mason like to get in and figure and like get on the track to becoming a mason is ask how you become a mason like Mm. it's it's not that hard to get in initially (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's more like, from what I could tell, once you decide you want to do it, um, you just have to ask them and then they give you all this stuff to prep so you can become a Mason. So they're really not that secretive at all. No, they really aren't. There's like, they have, um, they even have like this documentary that I think is, it's a Brit, yeah, it's a British documentary reality show almost where they just follow each episode a bunch of different people who are either joining the Freemasons or are already a Freemason and they just kind of like follow them <laughs> around in Mason things that they do. Okay. And they're, I think they're mm-hmm. trying to like um, I also know demystify themselves and improve their image or something. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, I also know that they apparently control the world. Sure. Sure. And you know, I, we have a lot to say about that. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. What do you mean? Uh, what? Yeah. What do you care? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
most of my original knowledge of the Freemasons comes from... Um, it's okay. You're in a safe space. Uh, you can say it. National Treasure? Absolutely. That gilded um, treasure of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> National Treasure. Yeah. Possibly the best Disney film of all time. Absolutely. Um, where every Nicolas Cage movie, where every line is either screamed or whispered. Oh, man. Classic Cage. Classic um, Cage. Yeah, and uh, that, and from that, I know like lots of the founding fathers were Masons. Mm-hmm. I also know like because I had a a bent for like famous murders and stuff that like people theorized that Jack the Ripper was a Mason. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't um, dig that much into that one, but yeah, I didn't, there's I didn't conspiracy. Know that. Yeah. yeah, there's conspiracy about that. Um, sure, sure. All I also knew was that one of our neighbors down the street when we were growing up was a mason. Oh, I didn't know that either. And, yeah. Um, it was totally escaped me. <laughs> he was an alright guy. I mean, I didn't very interact with him very much, so. The Freemasons are a society of men primarily, and they began, they think that they began, because there's no, like, actual exact um, history of where they began that is, like, from an outside source that isn't a, like, Freemason history. Like, mm-hmm. the Freemasons will tell you how they started, but it doesn't, it's, like, kind of wacky and probably not true. There's no outside, like, account of how Right. Yeah. So what they think they first developed from is literally, like, stonemasons in medieval times. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, they... Stonemasons were really skilled workers who, like... Um, helped build, like, big cathedrals in Europe in the Middle Ages and, like, roads and whatever. So they were, like, a guild, which is, like, a group of craftsmen. Yeah. Um, they would, like, join together. Kind of kind of like a union, but kind of not. It was, like, just so that they could, like... But they kept their trade... Mm-hmm. Because then they were more powerful. They started as just, like, stonemasons. So they were just really good at doing stone and building things and whatever. And then the age, uh, then in light, the age of enlightenment, um, which is in the 1700s, um, happened. And basically, for anyone who doesn't know, um, the enlightenment was a period of time um, in Europe where a lot more people were learning how to read. Um, like middle and lower class people were learning how to read, being engaged with politics, and it was also characterized by um, mm-hmm. political theories and ideas where they felt that like um, democracies should exist and um, that um, that governments should be run from the people upward and not from like kings who rule from above and stuff. Sure. Yeah. 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 And yet. We traded that freedom of democracy for the secret shadowy hand of the Illuminati. Okay, you're getting ahead of that, okay? <laughs> Sad. Freemasonry really got started during the 1700s with the Enlightenment, where it was like a group of dudes who could get together, who were like scholarly, like, you know, like, in, and involved in the Enlightenment, so they could get together and talk about ideas and to really, like, be involved in their community. Can I... Can I insert, like, some lore that I've gained? Absolutely. Like, a lot of it, I think, dovetailed with the Enlightenment nicely because at that time it was like people had a sort of a deist or clockwork universe um, idea of Mm -hmm. spirituality. And that's a lot of what Freemasonry is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because they don't care what you believe in as long as you believe in something. So they don't admit atheists. Yes. They don't like... That's discrimination. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. And they do... They ha- they're they heavily into, like, talking about death. And oh, stuff, yeah. And, like... Uh-huh. And, like, accepting your death or whatever. And, huh. like, it's... Yeah. A bunch of the symbolism yeah, in a... their initiation. So they're, like, death positive? Yeah. Like, I guess. And Dodie <laughs> would be proud? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. in a bunch of their um, initiation ceremonies or in their ceremonies when you like move up in the Mason world, um, a bunch of the symbols or the things that you do in the ceremonies are related to death, like acknowledging your mortality. Yeah, it's really fascinating oh. um, from a like 
perspective of like this is this elaborate stuff that somebody made up that isn't even based in a religion it's just a secular organization sure yeah so it really became really popular in the 1700s a lot of masons were involved in the french revolution and then of course like care mentioned um it is true that a lot of the founding fathers were freemasons um george washington was a freemason benjamin franklin was a freemason um so, uh, and in the early 1700s is when um, the Grand Lodge of Masonry was kind of formed out of, like, smaller groups. Mm-hmm. So, basically, the clubs, like, the units of organization in a Mason, in Masons, is a lodge. So, like, if you want to join the Masons, Mason. you go to the <laughs> lodge in your area, and that's where the club is. Like, that's where they hang or out. Or if you want to have and a sex so, party. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you go in the day to get part of the Mason to go at night for the sex party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how that works. So, so like, uh, in the early 1700s, a bunch of the smaller lodge groups in Britain formed together and became the Grand Lodge. And that's considered, like, the largest and, like, first um, major mason masonic group even though there's like masonic groups all over the world now because of like colonialism and stuff um so and then Mm -hmm. that big grand lodge which is considered the head of masonry is uh headed by like the grand master who's the head of everybody and then they're actually yeah yeah they have a special cape and a special apron yeah they look like a dweeb (laughs) The royal sponsor of them, I can't remember which, is the Duke of Kent, actually. He's been the head of the Masons for, like, the last 50-plus years. One of our fun uh, conspiracy theories about Masons involves the Duke of Kent. Nice. Yes. We'll get to it. No doubt. So, the Founding Fathers were Masons, and um, a lot of them were Masonry just continued to be really, really popular to bring in a bunch of people... Um, and then Masons really started to get like a weird and bad rap, like right away because so many, because so (laughs) many influential people were Masons Mm. and also because they were associated with revolutions and, and because like, I didn't see that one. No, the first third party in America was an anti-Mason party. Literally. Oh, that seems a little harsh. Yeah, because so many of the elected officials Jeez. were Masons. Uh, I see. So, I like, see. conspiracy theories around the Masons are as old as the Masons. Like, it's not wow. a new thing. But they just, like, continued, and they, like, tried to focus as much as they could on, like, charity and doing really, like, innocuous things. The Shriners. Like, don't look at us. We're just a charitable group of dudes. But like, if you... Have you ever been to a parade and you've seen the Shriners? There is nothing innocuous about them. They are evil. <laughs> the Shriners? Shriners are a type of yeah. Masons. The little Shriner cars. Oh, yeah. Little, no, I know. I'm just fences. like, there's a Shriners Children's Hospital in my new town, so. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They do a lot of, like, stuff for kids. Like, charity and yeah. stuff. Well, that's good. Yeah. I guess they only become demonic at parade. Weird cars aside. The Shriners are a branch of the Freemasons, um, which I learned and was like, what? And then it kind of got real, real shitty for Masons uh, during the Second World War because... Hitler hated them. It's because he thought they were the tool of the Jews. So actually, a lot of people were killed specifically because they were Masons. They estimate between 80,000 and 200,000. Wow. Yeah. They actually made, um, like, they made them wear a symbol. It was an inverted uh, red right triangle. So, like, gay men were made to wear an inverted pink triangle. After that, Freemasons really wanted to, like like, started to, like, have trouble with their reputation just because, you know, they were so prominent. Just basically caught a lot of shit because they were so prominent at this point Mm because they raise a lot of money, they have a lot of wealthy members, you know, and people still have all of these beliefs that they're, like, running things and whatever. So they really try to, like I said, become more charity-oriented, like, lie low. Be a be a boy be the boys club that they were always meant to be. Yeah. 
Yeah. Some branches of masonry that allow continental Freemasonry, like so Europe and not the Brit and not Britain. Some masonry groups there allow women. Um, but by and large, uh, women have their own masonry group that's like an auxiliary, like a support of the masons. So like not even their own thing, um, which is stupid. Somebody needs to tell the Duchess of Kent to get on that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so there's like this legend of the first female mason in America and how like she hid out in the Masonic Lodge in, like, her her uncle's oh, yeah. Masonic Lodge in, like, Kentucky or Tennessee or something. And she hid in there for, like, multiple Masonic meetings and learned <laughs> a bunch of shit. And so when she came out, they had to make her a Mason because she knew all this <laughs> stuff amazing. about them. Nice. Direct action. I think they say that's just a legend, but I choose to believe it. I think, I think she was just getting it done. Oh. My favorite weird ass masons thing was is is this offshoot of the freemasons called the hermetic order of the golden dawn what (laughs) (laughs) or the golden dong (laughs) so it was full of people who believed in like (laughs) who believed in all sorts of wacky shit um, they were founded in 1887. Um, they were devoted to the study and practice of the occult, metaphysics, and paranormal activity. Sign me up! Yeah. Mm. So, famous members of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn include William Butler Yeats and Bram Stoker. Of course. <laughs> Arthur Conan Doyle. Of course. Of course. Uh-huh. Of course. E. Nesbitt, the, uh, the English author... Oh. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, huh. And um, my favorite is Bram Stoker. Oh, boy. During one of these <gasps> weird, uh, uh, like, occult seance type shit that they would do, he tried to summon Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> of course he did. Of course. Such of a course. fucking weeaboo. Yep. What a... What a- one of the co-creators of the very first tarot deck was oh. part of the Hermetic Order. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and Alistair Crowley was related to its beginnings. I was going to say, I would be very surprised if Alistair Crowley wasn't like a member or like adjacent. Golden Dong adjacent. Yeah, he was. <laughs> so that's my favorite Mason offshoot Um it's so fun. I love it. That's amazing. I think we should bring that back. But yeah, we'll fire our own one back up. Listeners, if you want to join um, at, at us uh, or send us an email, we'll, we're taking new members. All right. Um, listen to these Masonic tunes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll be we'll right back. We'll be right back. All created things were made Heaven and earth by vast design Hear us architect divine May our work begun Hello, Hello, friends. Ooh. Hello. 
Have you have you sent your application to our Masonic order yet? <laughs> have you joined a cult yet? Uh, no, we don't not want a cult. that. I'm honestly judging you if you haven't joined a cult yet. <laughs> okay. At least I'll if you haven't honest. joined our cult yet. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. The Hermetic Order of the Golden Dong, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> waiting for you. And um, if they you, wait for you, if they if you join, you get a picture of a golden dong. Yeah, um, yeah, that's your reward, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> that's your call. Oh yes. Okay, so we're gonna play a little game. Woo! Uh, y'all are gonna tell me if you think a famous person was a mason or not. I'm very excited okay. about this. Yes. Bened- Benedict Arnold, <laughs> American general and traitor. Yes. Yeah. You are correct. Ooh. He was from Hiram Lodge, number one, New Haven, Connecticut. All right. Number one. <laughs> First and everything, including by? traitors. Okay, maybe. Yes. <laughs> um. Does does uh does Fallout ever talk about Masons or have like a Mason subplot line? No, but they should. You're right. I was just thinking that that would be dope as hell. Anyway, Bethesda, at us. Bethesda, get on it. Bethesda. <laughs> All right, John Jacob Astor, American financier. Hmm. I'm gonna go. Don't with know yes, who that is because I don't know who it is. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say no. Yes, he was a mason. He is a very famous money man <laughs> from America. He handles the money. Good job. Congratulations. Man. You did a money. Da money. You did a money. <laughs> you know that's all we care about here. Shake your money, make out like you're somebody about to pay you. Um, Alexander, Prince of Orange. Yes. Yes. Yes, he is Grandmaster of the Netherlands. Right now? Wow. Amazing. No, he was. Damn it. He was. Uh, he was. Good uh, for him. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Currently? Uh, Edwin Buzz. <laughs> no. No. All right. Uh, Ed- Edwin Buzz Aldrin, American astronaut. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin? Yeah. <gasps> this I, this yeah, I, I want to say that Buzz Aldrin is totally a Mason. Yeah. He is. Uh, he's member yeah, of he Montclair is. Lodge, number 144 of New Jersey. Oh, Buzz. Mm. Houdini. No. No. Yes, yes, he was. Yes, he was a Mason. This was a trick yeah. game. Okay, well. All of these people were Masons. He was a weird guy. <laughs> he was a weird yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. Are you going to, are all these men you're going to tell us about Masons? <laughs> yes <laughs> they are I figured it out figured out your trick Everybody I've solved your wins. mason riddle okay <laughs> this is this is uh okay so John Glenn really yep the moon we only have sent masons to the moon damn the it moon what are they hiding <laughs> the moon is in the jurisdiction of the Grand Lodge in Texas. That, I was gonna say that John is Glenn the, is, is the moon, from. Is the moon a mason? Yeah, the moon's a now mason. Now it is. They're a Texas no. mason. No, 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 no. The moon is a lady, so she is not a mason. They She's think part she of that is, supporting group. Decreed. Yeah, yeah. Mm, she can join yeah, our order. All right. Um, she needs to get her, her shit together. We also have Andrew Jackson. Frederick Bartoli, the Statue of Liberty designer. Huh. Uh, Herbert Hoover. Mark mm. Twain. Oh. Mm. Colonel Sanders, the KFC man. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so amazing. thanks for playing, guys. That's a trick. Everybody's amazing. <laughs> Yay. Seems yeah. appropriate. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about um, the the weird um, myth that the Masons believe is like their founding myth, or like it's like an allegory that all Masons listen to when they're becoming a third degree Mason. So 
I should back up and say that Masons can move up through their ranks, like become more and more important and learn more and more stuff about like Scientology, like things that are a secret to them. Uh, and like they, as they, each of them has a degree rank. So like when you first become a Mason, you're a first degree Mason. And Mm. then you become second degree, then you become third degree. And so the phrase giving someone the third degree actually comes from masonry. Hmm. Also, it's like uh, burn severity. So, yes. Ah! The higher the degree, the more likely you'll die. They tell this story about Hiram Abiff. And he is presented as the chief architect of King Solomon's temple, who is murdered in the temple he designed by three ruffians as they unsuccessfully attempt to force him to divulge the Master Mason's secret passwords. Mm. Is this implying that the Masons were a thing even back then? Yeah. In biblical times? Well, no, I think there's... (laughs) I think there's supposed to be a reference to their, like, roots of, like, being actual stonemasons. Yeah. So well, like, like is it their trade secrets? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's like in the story Hiram Abiff is being like assaulted or like harassed by these dudes who want to know a trade secret. Mhm. And like he oh, refuses okay. to give it to the each man in turn. Got it. And then like they murder each him. time they he refuses to, to to give the information, they hit oh. him and then the last guy murders him, the third mm. one. Um, is that why there are three degrees? Yeah, and um, <laughs> oh, they're brought. The ruffians are brought to justice, and and like they're supposed to like uh, they're supposed to learn about like the importance of fidelity and the certainty of death. Hmm. So like Hiram never gave up the secrets because he's loyal, and like also everyone will die. Yeah, that's cool. Sure pretty sure and i don't know like because i don't remember if this was the history channel documentary i was watching so you might want to take it with a grain of salt but i'm pretty sure in one in the third degree when they they do their weird secret ceremony for them to become third degree i'm pretty sure they recreate the murder of hiram abiff they don't murder them (laughs) obviously but they like blindfold them and, like, pretend to strike them. And the last time that they're struck, they do a trust fall with a bunch of other masons. Mm-hmm. Trust fall. Because that symbolizes him fake dying. And there's, like, old-timey paintings from, like, the 1700s of them doing that ceremony. Amazing. Really mm. It is amazing. And then another thing that masons do is um, they wear funny outfits and they do, like, little parades around their, like, lodge. And they sing a lot of songs. And they do, like... A lot of it, they don't know why they do it. Yeah. Like, they just do it because it's history and because it's, like, tradition. But they don't actually know why or what purpose it serves. Yeah. It probably didn't serve any purpose. Just for funsies. Right. They just pass it down, <laughs> and they do a lot of, like, re- repetitious clapping. They do a lot of to- toasting. So, like, after every... A lot of singing. Yeah, after every time they meet in their lodge, like, for a ceremony or something, they have, like, a dinner afterwards, and there's a lot of, like, toasting and, like, standing up and sitting down and, like, singing together and stuff. It's very, like... It's a jolly good time. And, um... So, yeah, that is basically what it is. So, like, in the show I was watching, the BBC, like, the British documentary, they basically talk about how you can be as involved in the Masons or as little involved as you want to after you become a Mason. Like, some dudes really get into it and, like, study all of the chants and the, and the, the, the little speeches and the stories and the rituals. Or some just, like, you know, show up and, like, barely remember things and whatever. Like, if it's passed down in their family to be amazing. Right. So, like, but basically, no matter how much, like, secrecy or, like, memorization or whatever you do, it's just a big boys club with some people just getting more involved in shit than others. Yeah. 
Well, that's how at least it's painted in like British culture. Right. We don't know what like American Masons are like. I'm guessing it's worse. In yeah. America. Yeah, I would imagine it's like more patriarchal and weird. Like but... it's more obnoxious, but I don't know. Listener, if you are a Mason or you know a Mason, yeah. feel free to write in and tell us what it's like <laughs> and what we're getting wrong. Please tell us some secrets. Anything yeah. you want. Um, a fun fact I learned is Old Lang Syne is a Mason song. Hmm. Interesting. The verse that nobody sings, like, you know how there's, like, just one verse to the song that people usually sing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's another verse, and it specifically references some stuff that is Masonic. Hmm. Think about that every new year. Yeah. Have fun thinking about (laughs) that. Um. Do we have another music break? We sure can. Let's listen to all things time. heavily air quoted i found a pdf of a bunch of uh mason like instructions again like they're not that secretive they're not that no they really are well also i think most of them are like older and so they don't understand how (laughs) like the internet works so peggy literally found a pdf (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I, I just Googled, like, Mason instructions or whatever, and I found a whole PDF of, like, different ceremonies and rituals. The care and keeping of Mason. Exactly. A lot of Mason, like, ceremony and, like, pomp and circumstance and whatever is just, like, these weird little speeches that people memorize and also call and responses. So, like, if you're Catholic or, like, any variety flavor of Christianity that's close to Catholicism, you'll, like, recognize this kind of, like, call Structure. and response, and, yeah. like, and weird. And it's not very weird to you. Like, no. it's just, like... That's just what you do. Right. So uh, we are going to do a little Masonic uh, back and forth for y'all for funsies. (laughs) And I'm going to be the, what would I be in this? I would be like. The question asker. I'm the question asker, but I would be like a higher rank. I would be like the worshipful master. Of us. That's what they call like the head of a Masonic lodge is the worshipful master. Wow. And it's weird as fuck. Okay, worshipful master. Uh, I'm that's Ms. Worshipful Master. <laughs> sure. Um, no. You do have a master's degree, so I do. I am gonna start. You guys ready? We're ready. As a Mason, whence come you? The West. The West. Whither directing your course? The, the east. east. What inducement have you to leave the West and go to the East? To, to seek, seek a master. master. And, and from, from him, him to, to gain, gain instruction. instruction.
Very nice. Very good. We diddly done did it. I have no idea what that's for. Just thinking about like how we were saying earlier when people are super suspicious of Masons because there are so many high profile Masons and like how it's a worldwide conspiracy. But technically, all Mason, all Masonic lodges are independent um, governing bodies of themselves. That's it. Like, they're all independent. Mm -hmm. There's no one guiding force of masonry. Like, I'm sure they communicate and they collaborate, obviously, because there's the Shriners and there's all kinds of other things. But it's not, like, a super rigid hierarchy like the church or a government. Like, it's literally just a club. Like, an international club. They coordinate with, like, the higher levels of their club and stuff. But, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think it's as rigid or as organized as... Or even probably as it used to be. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Agree. Good segue into us talking more about the conspiracy theories because um, Christian, like, evangelical Christians in the U.S. apparently really hate Masons. And this is, like, part of the reason why is that Masons... Like Kara said earlier, like Masons just believe that as long as you believe something, that's good. And that this like universal like, oh, everyone has a religion, but technically you're all just worshiping the same thing. It's just different flavors. Mm -hmm. Right. Like religion, religious fundamentalists do not like that. Like they're like, oh, no, we worship the true God or whatever they say. I don't know. It's like core against their values right so i found this website of course you guys are gonna love it naturally it's called uh, x masons for jesus wow yeah hmm yeah so there's this is the one i clicked on which was how can you quickly know that the teachings of freemasonry are false Mm. tell us please let's see it says a freemason require freemasonry requires its members to believe in the existence of a supreme being and also believe that there is only one God. I don't actually think that's what Freemasons say. Um, so I think this is another like misunderstanding of Freemasonry. So Freemasonry refers to its God as the great architect of the universe. It teaches that all men of all various religions worship the one God, simply using a variety of different names. They require a belief in the existence of a serene being, but don't define that being. The Holy Bible, however, hmm. reveals that the truth is somewhat different. The Bible does state that there is only one God. And then they quote Isaiah. Ah, so that's the basis of everything. Right. And then it says, however, it states that those who practice pagan religions worship idols and demons rather than the God of the Bible. Uh, I don't understand that sentence. But anyway... Um, those peoples did not. Um, I think they're, I think what their misunderstanding for them is that they think that Freemasonry is a yeah, religion. I think they do. I think they're really hung up on like the fact that such an organ, like a group that practices such ceremony and secrecy even mentions religion. They automatically are like, that's a religion. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, this has some like. I don't know, some anti-Semitic overtones to me because, like, Mm -hmm. right, Jewish people are closely associated with masonry. Um, But, like, Mm -hmm. there's this weird sect of, like, a supposed sect of, like, Judaism where it's, like, they... It's something to do with how Jesus is a prophet, but not. And it's, like, this creepy, insidious way that ultra-conservative Christians are trying to convert Jewish people... Oh, yeah, Jews for Jesus. Yeah, exactly. And, like, uh, so I don't like that. (laughs) Well, and I also think that they're associating Freemasons, um, too, with, and, like, like, obviously anti-Semitism is the worst of the associations. But I also think in some ways they're also associating it with um, Catholicism. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Evangelicals are are Protestants, and so the pomp and circumstance and ceremony of Freemasonry is like anti what they believe. But it's weird because the Freemasons on the um in the British one show we were watching at least were saying something like, "Oh, we believe that a man's life, like good things that a man does in his life." 
Oh no, it is very Catholic. They say that a man's life is sort of based on his good deeds, which is a Catholic thing. And Protestants believe that the only way you can go to heaven is if you believe in the spirit. Like it's not what you do. It's if you believe like that's the whole, that's what the reformation was about. Let's talk about some other good conspiracies associated with the Freemasons. Um, so Illuminati or yeah, Illuminati, Illuminati time, Illuminati time. Okay. So the Illuminati is a name given to several groups, both real and fictitious. <laughs> Historically, the name usually refers to the Bavarian Illuminati, an enlightenment era secret society founded on the, on May 1st, 1776. The goals of the society were to oppose superstition, uh, religious influence over public life, and abuses of state power. And I do know that um, that this group, the original actual group that the Illuminati like started it, uh, stopped existing uh, after um, after a very short period of time. Yeah. So they. And from the beginning, they were uh, vilified by conservative and religious critics because because their goal was to get rid of the religious influence of our public life. So, of course, the religious people don't like that. So they actually said that they were responsible for the French Revolution. <laughs> well, nowadays they're considered to be like the secret information control branch of the Masons. Like masonry is a front for the Illuminati and like that's basically what um the uh Da Vinci Code is about yeah it's like true true facts like the Knights Templar which is another branch of Masonic of the Masons um yeah the Knights Templar are Freemasons who are Christians and they yeah. take their name from and the original. Like Knights it goes Templar. back to the Crusades and the you know the um, the Holy Grail and they're like they're like designated to like got in the book anyway in um, the Da Vinci Code they're like entrusted with the keeping of Jesus's bloodline for some unknown reason. Yeah, it's a good time if you've never read the Da Vinci Code and you want to read something batshit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, do it. Pick it up. It's not good. No, but it's great. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh-huh. But also, how have you not read it yet? Have you been living under a rock? It's like 12 years old now. Like, more, or maybe more. It's more oh, than 12 than years that. old. Jesus. Older than that. <clears throat> Gotta be 15, 15 yeah. or 16. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the Illuminati is also, like, kind of a boogeyman, like... Yeah, yeah, for sure. When we say, like, our friend Caleb was saying about how, like, people who are barred from academia and, like, education find comfort in conspiracy theories, it's like, you can chalk it up to the Illuminati. That's why we had the AIDS crisis. That's why, like, Beyonce is so successful. Like, that's why racial tensions are so high. Like, oh, we can just, like, blame it on the Illuminati. Yeah. And also, I mean, obviously that feeds into, like, anti-Semitism. And racism. Yeah. Yeah. And I found this article that's, like, one theory from back in the early 1900s was that elite Jewish people um, ran the Illuminati to spread communism and capitalism to divide the world and then the world order would be a sign of the coming of the antichrist right that was more of the christian idea um like just other things like communism and the red scare and like the cold war really fueled it because people blame jfk's shooting and princess diana's death on the illuminati right it's basically any, it sounds like it's basically any time that conservative Christians or conservative people want to blame a group that forwards like ideals of like religious cooperation or enlightenment, like educating yourself and bettering yourself. Like, cause that's basically what the yeah. Masons stand for is enlightening self, bettering yourself, accepting more than one religion. So like any time like something happens that conservative Christians or conservative people don't like, they're like, oh, it was the sure. Freemasons. Oh, it was Jewish yeah. people. Oh, it was the Illuminati. Like, it's not a coincidence. It's not like a coincidence that they think Beyonce is in the Illuminati because she's black. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Jokes on them. Freemasons are kind of racist. <laughs> they yeah. don't accept a lot of black and or brown people into their ranks. There used to be in America um, Mason lodges that were only for black people. Like they were segregated like everyone sure. yeah. yeah. 
The Wikipedia says that most Masonic conspiracy theories fall into three categories, political, religious, and cultural. So like the cultural is usually like um, telling them that, saying that they're like devil worshippers yeah. and that they're embedding their symbols everywhere. Yeah, and they're like, going to summon some demons and it's the end time. Which it's funny because um, because of so many of the founding fathers were members of the Freemasons, like there is a lot of Masonic imagery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. In the United States, like right, the seal and like on our money. Yeah, um, right. So it's funny that they like. Yeah, and actually, I, I read somewhere or I saw in a documentary that the the pyramid with the all-seeing eye on it mm-hmm. that's on the yeah. on, on our money that's actually a very common uh art motif um, mo- motif yeah back in the 1700s mm-hmm. it wasn't like freemason reference necessarily but it was common in the 1700s because it mm-hmm. it symbolizes enlightenment <laughs> right. in general so it really is taking like scapegoating an organization that symbolizes uh education and charity and like yeah not really forward thinking anymore because i would say masons are pretty conservative yeah but like uh yeah agreed but the updated version of um uh the political conspiracy theory is called the new world order conspiracy theory yeah it's Mm -hmm. bonkers we'll get into it and i think we should do a whole episode on the new world order yeah So I'll just say for now that it's claimed to be an emerging clandestine totalitarian world government. So there's a secretive power elite with a globalist agenda that's conspiring to eventually rule the world through an authoritarian world government that will replace sovereign states. And on that note, let's go to a music break. I'll bet you've heard the words so mode it be before. Probably several times, right? Well, do you know what that means? Well, here's a little something that might help you to understand just what it does mean. <laughs> Sing along anytime you want to. So mode it be, what it means to me is yes, I agree. So sing along with me. Do you agree? So mode it be, for the world to see. Yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. I cast a spell, I did it well, now time will tell. So mode it be. So mode it be. Yes, I agree. So mode it be. Do you agree? So mode it be. For the world to see. Yes, I agree. So mode it be, what it means to me is yes, I agree. So sing along with me, sing along with me. Said a prayer, yes, I did dare, because I care. So mode it be, so mode it be. Do you agree? So mode it be, for the world to see. Yes, I agree. So mode it be what it means to And we're back. Woo! Yes, Hello. 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 Okay, so we're gonna play a game called What Does This Masonic Symbol Mean? Yay! So I'm gonna say a Masonic symbol, and you all are gonna tell me what you think it means. The first symbol is uh, there's apparently a connection between Mormons and Freemasonry. Oh. Because Joe's... So, let's start with the right angle. Oh. Um, uh, the perfection of God. It's important in building. Oh. So, I assume that the right angle is, like, um... I think it's probably about, like, being knowledgeable. Because, like, you have to measure something and blah, 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 blah. So, in masonry, this is a symbol of our ability, our being masons, this is a symbol of our ability to use the teachings of conscious immorality to test or try the rightness of our actions. The right. Nice. After all, to deal 
squarely with someone is oh to treat God. them fairly and honestly as we would to want deal to deal squarely. It also symbolizes the authority. Oh my uh-huh. God. They literally say They that. love their puns. Carrie, oh you should God. join. <laughs> what if I could? Um, it also symbolizes the authority of the master of the workmen, whose perfect square was the standard against which all the other measuring squares on the building site were checked for accuracy. Oh, okay. So it's like a legit throwback mm. to stonemason. Yes, yes. Um, okay. The stonemason apron... Um, it's a throwback to, like, their early days as, like, literal masons. So when you first become a mason, you wear one that's, like, blank. It's, like, almost like canvas, and it just doesn't have anything on it. And as you move up the degrees, it gets more and more decorated. But it symbolizes, like, working, like, being a working mason and stuff. The letter G in the center of their symbol. The center of the symbol. God. Get him. Get him. <laughs> God. Got him. It stands for a number of things. First of all, geometry, which is the study of the order and beauty and mathematics of nature. Humanity's first instructor in the arts and sciences. You'd think they'd be into, like, uh, biblical... What is it called? Yeah. Biblical geometry? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Did you know Voltaire was a mason? But I guess not. I'm not surprised. That seems about right. Yeah. He was. He did good. I think that's all the symbols I have, but y'all did great. You're obviously deep enough to be Masons now. Listen, uh, we're on-site Masons. <laughs> you are. Where now, are it's, it's like when someone has a heart attack and you're like the on-site like, citizen medic. Yeah, exactly. Now they can yell, is there a Mason in the house? Is there a in Mason the- in the house? Yeah, that's us. Now I just briefly wanted to talk to y'all or discuss how like so like the masons won't let women in right and that's yeah. shitty as hell because we should not be discriminated against they're like oh but wait we made you a nice little special club all by yourself over here that's the same right no it's it is not it's not also why the fuck would you want to be a mason is a- so stupid it doesn't no offense to Masons, but it just doesn't sound like much fun. Masonry serves as like a literal boys club. Like, I'm sure that's how guys... It's a total sausage right. fest. <laughs> like, that's how they get jobs. That's how they network. Like, they have an immediate yeah. way to, like, get in with somebody that they've... Like, say you meet somebody who, like, is important and might be able to give you a good job. And, like, all of a sudden you realize you're both Masons. Then, right. boom. Like, you're in, potentially. You job. Right. Yeah. And so, like... It seems shitty. And, like, excluding women and then, of course, like, minorities, like, in general from that is really obnoxious and like a shit ton of presidents have been masons so like yeah that doesn't surprise me right so like no wonder people think it's a conspiracy that they're trying to take over it's the other way around they're just a club for all the people who run everything already like and a way for them to stay important honestly it's like a mirror to how like masculinity and men work anyway because men prefer like <laughs> i'd say men prefer men <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean they do obviously that's true but it's like it's nothing but a magnifier like all men's clubs like yeah fraternities and like you know all that jazz it's just a mirror for how men get to behave anyway like they get to just do whatever they want and be like have favoritism and so, I don't know why anyone's surprised. No, I know. Let me just read all the presidents who are Freemasons. George Washington, James Monroe, Andrew Jackson, Polk, Buchanan, Johnson, Garfield, McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft, Harding, other Roosevelt, Truman, Gerald Ford. Oh. Huh. You know Winston Churchill was a Mason? Yeah, see, there you go. Um... <laughs> So it's really not that because they're Masons they're getting all these great jobs and being in charge. It's because they're men who happen right. to be Masons. Right. It just gives them another advantage. Leg up. They're not trying to start a new world order. 
Well, I think that segues nicely into asking the question, did we answer our question? Which is, is the Freemasons controlling us all? Is that Mm -hmm. what we said? (laughs) Our question is, uh, are Freemasons controlling us all? I think we've answered it pretty well because the answer is obviously fuck no. They sure (laughs) aren't. I mean, but the answer is also kind of yes. Yeah. I mean, they may be in position. Well, because they might, they're, they're in positions of power. At least they used to be. Yeah. It's just, it's coincidental. Like, sure. Right. If you know someone yeah. who yeah. is a Mason and you, like, are, and you want to become a Mason, like, that's all you have to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's like, it's not like the people who are in power are running purely from the stance of being a Mason. Like, it's not like that anymore. Like, Benjamin Franklin and George Washington were really obsessed with Masonry being a part of the founding of our country and, like, part of their job. But as, like, Masons have become less and less relevant, like, the people who are in power who are also Masons aren't thinking about their Masonic principles as they're, like, running things. Like, they're not like, let me go consult with my lodge about what I should do. Like, let me take orders from my grandmaster Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So, I'm glad we could answer the question. And so now, we're going to take a little break before we do Florida Man and Recommendations. So mold it be, so mold it be. Shout out to all my brothers through Freemasonry. Let's meet on the level. I earned three degrees, had to kill me because they couldn't get my secrets from me. So mold it be, so mold it be. Shout out to all my brothers through Freemasonry. Let's meet on the level. I earned three degrees, had to kill me because they couldn't get my secrets from me. Between the square and compass, I'ma keep it G. From darkness to light, steady traveling east Made an oath with God while I was down on one knee No matter what, they'll never take my apron from me Nothing's for free, so you gotta pay your dues In whom do you put your faith, that's for you to choose Follow your conductor, hoodwink with no shoes We can never lose, these cowards are so confused Hiram built the temple, it's our job to protect it Thanks to the Tyler, all alarms get detected Uphold your virtue like the Supreme Architect did They don't understand it, but I bet them they respect it So mode it be And you know what else is back? Our favorite segment Florida Man So I found a article from 2016 Uh There was an old law on the books in Florida that no one ever got rid of called, uh, that was a Jim Crow law that allowed Masonic Lodge, uh, to members exclusively of the white race. Um, so there's a still Mason, Freemason lodges being run in Florida that are purposely discriminating against black people um and nobody has reversed the law at all great um uh they said that uh the grand secretary of that lodge knew were aware of the jim crow law Mm. and uh and they tried to like negate that law in their own charter but the law still shouldn't be on the books probably not that's like uh when gay marriage was legalized in the United States, um, these I read this article about how these two Masons were just like, let's go get married, because they were, like, partners and whatever. Um, and then their lodge promptly kicked nice. them out, because <laughs> they lived in Tennessee. And, uh, yeah. But that's just another example of how, like, mm, there's no overarching yeah. policy or anything. It's lodge to lodge. But, posi side... A bunch of lodges in a bunch of different states um, cut ties with the Masonic lodges in Tennessee because they didn't agree with what they did. So, you know, 
the good and the bad. Yeah, that's yeah. progress. Anyway. Yeah. So that's our Florida man. Um, he's currently the man who discovered that the law was still on the books. Um, the case has been filed in federal court. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I don't know what the outcome of that was, because that was back in 2016. But, yeah, um, that's our Florida man for the Masons. Florida making a great showing, as usual. Um, and now I would love to turn it to you ladies with your recommendations about Masons. Woo! Okay, <laughs> cool. So... My first recommendation is to watch the movie National Treasure because it is a national treasure. <laughs> um, I love that movie very much. The very first national treasure, to be exact. Indeed. Yeah, ju- I mean, the sequels are okay, but just watch the first one. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so then my other recommendation is a- an article that I'm going to share on our Facebook page. Um, that I came across when I was looking up stuff for this episode. This article is called How to Become a Mason. And you can find it on one of our favorite websites, uh, wikihow.com. Oh my god. I love um, me a good wiki. So there are, it is amazing. Wikihow taught me everything I know. Wikihow taught us how to start a podcast, you guys. So It did. Okay. WikiHow is my mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to share this because it's amazing. The illustrations are amazing. Uh, everything about it is beautiful, and it will teach you exactly how to become a Mason. Um, and those are my recommendations for today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, my recommendation is that you go, <laughs> you go read um, The Lost Symbol by Dan Brown. <laughs> or just read the spark notes slash cliff notes i mean you know whatever um it's uh it's it's wild from start to finish there are oh good <laughs> there's a they find a closet in the capitol building with a skeleton in it they uh a literal skeleton i think so yeah it's like an actual <laughs> skeleton mm-hmm. yeah um and then they the main character robert langdon gets thrown into a uh sensory deprivation tank and he's like i felt like i'm being birthed and uh <laughs> there's a lady who um is part of the i googled it because it's just fucking weird as hell um it's called the institute of noetic sciences yeah it's real to prove that there's a human soul and it's weird it's bizarre and oh it's a that real is real thing. that's right yeah yeah i knew it's, about that it's crazy yeah. they um they research spiritual spirituality human potential psychic abilities psychokinesis and the survival of consciousness after bodily death which is pretty cool um, but the thing about, and the thing about Dan Brown, like in all of his books, he always tries to sprinkle in like grains of quote unquote truth. That's like real <laughs> research. So there's like a scene where she like kind of proves that like she, they literally help like this old dying man into an airtight chamber and he dies. And it's like, what? He became micro like micro lighter after he died. It was really funny and so anyway so if you want like a weird funny sort of insight into popular culture masonry you can read that but it's also kind of fun because like you know the masons used to be like an actual group of men like dedicated to deep philosophical thought i mean they were still men so they just were you know uh, yeah. Um, what can you do? Right. So they used to be real philosophical, like deep thinkers, and like you know, it's not an ignoble goal to try and understand your sure. own death and your own place in the universe. So it's kind of a nice, you know, pondering of that. Um, and if you just hate Dan Brown, then you know, <laughs> give it a shitty review on Goodreads. Like you know, you don't have anything better to do yeah. on a Saturday night. Yeah. Exactly. Love it. Well, like I said, um, go check out, if you're interested in the uh, that uh, organization that is trying to find the existence of the soul, you can read Spook by Mary Roach. Um, it's specifically called Spook, Science Tackles the Afterlife. Um, Mary Roach is really funny. I'm sure we've recommended her before. 
Um, and there's a whole yeah. chapter, I think, about that institute that Kara was mentioning. Um, I would say go watch the really funny History Channel documentary about the Masons um, that's on YouTube. So if you just search for a Mason, like the Freemasons on YouTube, you should be able to find it. And then also, like I referenced before, there's that documentary uh, reality TV show about random British Masons and their everyday life (laughs) on Netflix. That's pretty hilarious. And I enjoyed that. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, they're definitely the most uh, most extra in depth. They're the most extra like weird fringe yeah. thing that we've covered on our pod yet. Like, there's a lot of material about them, but they are essentially Pretty just much. a boring like club that people have overhyped. So indubitably, yeah. All right, listeners. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, yeah. Liv's going to tell us where you can find us on the internet. All right. So if you want to find us on uh, Facebook, you can search for The Triple Hoax Podcast. We are on we are on Tumblr at The Triple Hoax. We are on Twitter at The Triple Hoax. And we are on Instagram at The Triple Hoax. Um, and if you could possibly uh, like us and give us a five-star re- review on iTunes. That would be great. Kind of bumps us up in the ratings and um, gets more people to find our pod. Um, also, we're on SoundCloud, so check us out there. Let people know we're cool. When you write... Yeah, SoundCloud, we're on Podcast Addict, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, when you review us on iTunes, make up a little Masonic um, chant. Uh, chant for us. You know, we like we like that uh, new material. Yeah, yeah. Talk about what you're gonna do when you join the uh, Order of the Golden yes, Dong. Yes, yes. Dong, right. mind Think- you. No, dong. It's fine. Dong. D O N G. It's too late. We can't go back. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks for listening, <laughs> listeners. We love you, and don't forget, it doesn't have to be a mystery. Bye. Bye.